You're listening to Wings on Wings, Season 2, Episode 16, Plane 9 from Nantucket. In this episode, which aired February 7th, 1991, Joe and Brian see a UFO on a flight. While Joe wants to let it go, Brian can't help but to seek answers for what they saw. Our wing sauce is Torchbearer Garlic Reaper Hot Sauce. Welcome to Wings on Wings. Today, we're talking about aliens. This is Michelle. The truth is out there. This is DJ. I don't have anything witty to say. I'm Doug. Me neither. I'm Brett. Hi, let's die. Uh, Wow. Hi, let's die. (laughs) So, today we're talking about uh, Season 2, Episode 16, Plane 9 from Nantucket. Yes. And we are- (laughs) How clever. We are eating uh, Torchbearer Garlic Reaper Sauce. And I'm excited to talk about this episode. I'm excited to try to eat this subwing sauce. I'm excited to be hanging out with my friends. Uh, I'm, uh, yep. <laughs> let's, let's do this, I guess. God, God, speed. <laughs> oh, man, that makes me real nervous. I didn't even take a bite yet. Uh-oh. Be glad we don't have a ton of this shit. <laughs> oh, no. Hello. Hello. Oh no! Even when you the guys got it, like that. I, I just ate some. I didn't I'm get good. any. I'm, no, good. I'm good. Really? No, I'm good. Um, so in this episode of Wings, Joe and Brian are, are flying mannequins. I don't understand why they're flying because mannequins. It's, they said because it's the off season, so they're taking any job they can get. Which actually creeped me out because I'm like sitting there thinking, I was like, why is the rest of the plane so dark? It can I can barely make the people out, and then they turned out. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. But they, while flying mannequins, they have, they believe that they see a UFO. They see something, and they, I mean, it's unidentified, so it's a UFO, but they believe it may be aliens, which sparks a whole conversation about aliens. Mm -hmm. It sparks a conversation about Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is apparently Helen's favorite movie. I have never seen that movie. Uh, Me either, actually. No. I get it mixed up with batteries not included. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> I've seen batteries not included. Only one of those movies uh, co-stars Jessica Tandy and Don Amici. And Ian Cronin. Michelle, I love you. It is Don Amici, right? Wait, who's in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Wilford Dreyf- Brimley? Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, yeah. And some lady. What's the one with Wilford Brimley? Is that batteries not included? It is. Uh, or Cocoon? <laughs> oh, it's Cocoon! Yeah. <laughs> no, but so I fucking love you, Michelle. I've never seen any of those movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's not Don Amici, uh, Don Amici in uh Batters Not Included. It isn't in fact Hume Cronin who I was thinking was I think was married to Jessica Tandy at the time. And why yeah. the fuck are we talking about Batters? I don't, not included? Know. Michelle, I don't know. Michelle's fault. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Is that about aliens? Yeah. Yeah, and they run the diner and the little aliens learn how to flip the hamburgers. That sounds Crazy. They're like little robot aliens. The sauce is hot, but it's good. Yeah. yeah. Um. So this is a, I, I'm excited because even though we're here to talk about wings, I want to talk about aliens. Honestly, yes. <laughs> All, All right, right let's go. Let's do it. So 
I just want to start off before we get into the alien talk. I think this episode was one of the funniest episodes until the like the alien talk happened. Not that the after alien talk stuff happened, but I think the beginning episode was really funny. We had Lowell using big words because he's been listening to his vocabulary tapes. You had uh, <laughs> Faye and Helen fighting over money and arm wrestling. And Lowell saying, like, you do what me and my wife always do, and arm wrestle. But, you know, you guys don't have to take off your clothes, which we're, we're slowly peeling the onion of Lowell and his wife's kinks. Oh, yeah. Um, because the last episode had her heaving breasts in moonlight, and this time, this one, they naked arm wrestle. Oh, before we get too far. Yes. We forgot to talk about it last week because it was not good, uh-huh. but the cold open joke. Yeah. And this one was Lowell was the last person left at the airport, which first I found odd because I, the concept of an airport closing seems weird to me, but I guess for a smaller regional airport, this shit happens, which fine, okay. Dude, you even looked up and checked. Looked up. The Nan, none, no, none less than the Nantucket Airport closes, what was it, 5.30 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. at night? Yeah, I believe so. So Lowell's closing up. He thinks he's all alone. So he grabs the microphone from the Sandpiper Air desk, yeah. and he starts singing, uh, what is it, Sinatra? Old Black Magic? I guess. It's, I don't know. Is it Sinatra? Okay. And then... You, you've stubbed us all, Doug. Uh, it's not myself. I try not to do that in public. <laughs> well, we're not your help. We're at the studio. Uh, the studio, studio yes. Yeah. <laughs> we're at the studio. Anyway, so Joe Hackett, for some reason he was there, so he walks out with a weird grin on his face. And Lowell leaves all embarrassed, and then he grabs it and he starts narrating like he's a baseball announcer. Okay. Which is a really good cold open. This worked. Yeah, this, that was, was good. Funny. The last one was fucking dumb, which is why we didn't talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I need more of this. Yeah. Me too. But, you know, they see, they see this UFO, and so it sparks this whole investigation, and everybody thinks they're ridiculous. They end up meeting well, people who believe them. Well, meeting the guy from FAA. Got yeah, me. Here it comes. Yeah, here it comes, buddy. They call, they file a report at the FFA, FAA, and the same dude from the last episode shows up because he's their agent. A re- We're getting recurring characters now. This is hot. Yes, it is. This is my mouth is. I just added a bunch more to my wing, and it was a horrible, horrible mistake. I'm about to make that same horrible mistake. Oh, Cheers to you, Doug. That's why I went very minuscule because I am no fool. Um. So the. They end up meeting these people who believe them, but then they end up being, like, crazies in tinfoil hats. Hmm. But they play themselves off as super normal. At right. And they super describe what happens without knowing. Right. Which gets Joe to believe them. Um, but, you know, I want to talk about... Aliens. <laughs> aliens. What does everybody think? In, in, what, in what respect? Do you believe in... 100%. Life on other planets? Do you believe that they've been here? Yes. Absolutely, I believe in aliens. And you believe that they've been on Earth? I do. Okay. If Tom DeLong from told me so, then I believe it. Because that man did no wrong. But no, for real, I believe. Oh, man, Doug, what the Yeah, fuck? you guys just need to take this over. Well, yeah, well, you guys keep dumping more sauce. Like, what are you doing? Need it. <laughs> Ride the snake, Doug. Ride the snake. To the lake. <laughs> the snake, the baloney pony. No baloney. 
Well, Michelle, I guess it's just for you and I talking about aliens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Michelle. Welcome to Michelle and Brett's alien cast. Hold on. <laughs> aliens. I think you'd be silly to think that life didn't exist on other planets, but I'm not sure that any other planet... Intelligent life. I'm not sure there's intelligent life on this planet. Um, <sighs> I, I'm, I'm not... I, I don't believe that any other life in other galaxies or ours has created interplanetary travel enough to visit yet. But to believe that out of the billions and billions of other potential planets out there that we're the only one that was able to sustain life is a little silly. I agree. Yeah, I definitely believe there's other intelligent life out there somewhere. You know, maybe not close. Hi. Uh, (laughs) Definitely not in this solar system, Uh but I do believe that there is life out there. I have a hard time believing that it has visited Earth. You don't believe in ghost cats. Well, I don't. That's I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. I don't believe in... I don't think that alien life is supernatural in the way that... Well, not paranormal, at least. No, it's not paranormal, but... It's logical. I'm very logical. I don't believe in ghosts. But... What about ghost cats? No, I don't <laughs> believe in any ghosts. Okay. All right, aliens. Sorry. <laughs> no ghosts. But aliens, I do believe in them. I don't believe that they've traveled here. But it is kind of weird to me. So this week, right, a a report came out. The government report came out about aliens and UFOs. Yeah. They're real. (laughs) It's weird to me that our intelligence community is researching them. I'm in pain. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, this sauce is hot. It's real hot. It's, it's, hard, it's hotter than the last episode sauce, that's for sure. Not the hottest we've done, though. No, but it's hot. No. <laughs> it's hot. It's an ass beater. Yeah, different hot, though. My lips are fine. Can't feel my tongue. <laughs> yeah, my tongue is bad. Yeah, it's bad. All right. So, they find the Society of Alien People. They prove to them. I want to know if Doug's oh, alien. Doug, aliens. <laughs> Douglians. ATLians. I was just about to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, This is so hard to concentrate right now because my mouth hurts. Welcome to this. Welcome to this. I don't know where we are. <laughs> well, so, my thought is this, Michelle. This is when I want to know what your thoughts are when you can't focus. Yes. <laughs> um, Let's go. Last time I looked, <laughs> the estimate of the universe is, <laughs> I think it's like five... I want to say 500 million light years wide. That's fucking huge. It's huge. To think there's nothing else is kind of pompous. I agree. Have they ever been here? Fuck if I know. Also, there's a good chance. If they if they had the tech to come here, mm. we look like fucking cavemen to them. Right. So, my theory is, if they ever did come here, one of two things. Number one... They looked at us and said, let's not interfere with these fucking creatures. They're already a fucking mess. Or number two, they just haven't come here because then they would have said, we could easily fucking conquer and enslave them and do whatever we want with them. So, yeah, so it's weird. It's, it's yeah, I'm kind of going in. Uh, this is, I'm fucking having such a hard time concentrating right now. But 
I do think they're out there just by how big the universe is. I think it's pompous to think we're alone. Yeah. I think if aliens were to come here, though, there's that other way of looking at it that maybe they're just coming here because they're scientists. They just or want for, to observe for vacation. <laughs> like, but like you know, there's all those theories about the building, helping build the pyramids, all those sort of things. And I know a lot of people get mad on the internet about that, saying it sort of discredits um, the ability and ingenuity of of people at that time. Of the slaves who yes. were forced to build the pyramids, right? But that's another theory, and I don't believe any of that crap. But to believe that that this planet is the only planet close enough to the sun with enough water and the proper atmosphere and all that stuff to to house and sort of let life flourish is silly. I mean, there's, there's definitely, definitely other more. solar systems that right. are similar to ours. Yes, and they've found other planets similar to ours. Right. There's a very far flat, far-fetched theory on the origin of life on this planet that we're actually seeded here by a very advanced alien race. Ooh. This is a, it's a very cockamamie theory because there's no <laughs> evidence for it whatsoever. Okay. Ever. Uh-huh. Or the evidence, what little evidence there is, is it's a huge leap of faith. Mm. Not, the, not, to get, not to get too far into Marvel Comics continuity, <laughs> but the ex- explanation in Marvel Comics for superheroes is that uh, uh, the element, the... Um, Oh, what the, I forgot what they were called. They're very big. Uh, I want to say elementals, but that's not the right word. Celestials. Yes, celestials. Thank you, Doug. Where uh, came to Earth and interfered with early man, and their experimentation led to um, superheroes I on can Earth. Tell your flustered if you're forgetting my little comments. I know more. it's very hot. So this has nothing to do with anything. Okay. But one time doing some research about my like. Maiden name, my maiden last name, mm-hmm. and like people that I'm related to. And I don't speak to my father, but his side of the family is crazy. I came across an author who was a pretty like well-regarded journalist, and then he claims that he was abducted, abducted by aliens, an alien race called the Verdants. And that they were thinking about making contact with people on Earth, but they then um, put it on a definite hiatus after the events of 9-11. Damn. And he kind of fell out of favor. He wrote a book about this. I don't know for sure that he's related to me, but I would actually guarantee that he is. Because that fits with my family pretty well. Has anybody had any uh, UFO sightings? No. Unidentified objects? Any kind? In the air? Flying ones specifically? No. I wouldn't know how to identify identifiable objects. (laughs) Right. Everything I've seen can be explained as a uh, shooting star. Right. Fluorescent eagle. A fluorescent eagle <laughs> as... Who said that? Lol. Lol. Yeah. Or some of the weird shit we... We have seen some weird shit at Mahoney. Eh. Oh, man. Well, we, sucks. we saw that one, like, uh, I guess it was a meteor. That, like, it was uh-huh. like a fireball that shot across the sky that was, like, green and it was really bright. Wait, I thought we saw something weird years ago. Why am I thinking of... I know we've seen shooting stars periodically. I feel like there was something else we saw, but I might be misremembering shit. I don't know. Never mind. I'll, if it comes back to me, I'll chime in. And also, I'd like to point out, dude, you fucking maniac, you're doing fingers of this shit. Yes. 
God damn, yeah. pal. God damn, I, I salute you, sir. Uh, I'm digging this, actually. It's delicious. It's, it's good sauce. It's really hot. It's really hot. Yeah, this stuff is potent. Torchbearer is the reputation they have for a reason. They know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah they, they, they really the, do. They're in the game. Yeah, for sure. But getting back to the episode. episode. So, so finally Joe comes around to the group. And he realizes, okay, so we'll, and he agrees that Brian Dunn and Joe take him up in the plane to go kind of into the area where they saw it to see if they could figure anything out. And they decide to bring a reporter along with them, which is the first sign of a mistake. Yep, this ain't gonna. Horrible mistake. Ah. Horrible mistake. You okay? Yeah, I breathed weird. Wow. Did you say you breathed weird? Yes. (laughs) That came up on you. Yeah. I wouldn't take a reporter with me to breathe. Anywhere. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. They're not to be trusted sometimes. Yes. Uh, apologies to my journalism friends. <laughs> Let's do a journalism, everybody. So then they get up there. Yes. And they have all these fancy different equipment. Like what, did they put, what did they put in their mouths? I thought it was light bulbs. I thought it was light bulbs, too, but it didn't look like it had an end. No, it looked like they were... It, it was like almost like, were like, a, it was almost like the innards of a... Like the blown-up innards of a kazoo. Yeah, because they. I yeah. don't know. We're gonna like have to post a picture of what they yeah, looked well. like too, so that everybody can see yeah. it. But like seriously, <laughs> these people that seem like you know they're talking about science, they're being reasonable, they have all these tools, and then all of a sudden they have foil hats and light bulbs in their well, mouth. That's and, kind of how all conspiracy theory people get you, right? They have to convince you that you're that they're reasonable human beings because if they walk in crazy, then you're gonna or you're gonna dismiss them immediately. You know, yeah, that's I, the- I guess that's true. Although there are a lot of conspiracy theorist nuts that just always sound crazy. Well, yeah, but you know, if you, you if you want to convince people to join your side, you have to you have to seem like a reasonable person, or you're dismissed immediately. It's it's very so. And this is much darker, but it's also very similar with the way you always hear about people inviting. Uh, people into their ho- into their homes and their families, and then they do something terrible to them or another member of the family. Like, oh, I never saw it coming. It's like, well, yeah, because if they walked in your house and knew you were a crazy criminal, they wouldn't have let you in the house in the first place to commit those acts. Or it's, I liken it a lot to it's that it's that weird pathway where a lot of people it starts with anti government conspiracy, or it started with the anti vax stuff, right? And flat then eventually Earth. flat Earth, but then you get deeper and deeper into it and find out. You get into some real bad shit, like you get like the white nationalism shit, yeah. or just like the the infowars bullshit, or yeah, it's you know it's what's that wacky saying? You, if you throw a frog in a pot of boiling milk, it'll jump out, but if you put the frog in the milk and then slowly boil it, it'll stay. I have never heard that. Is not catchy. I know, I know the saying, but not that it. way. But yes, but it is a thing, like. The, you know, you'll get they'll slowly get used to it enough until they're boiled to death. I don't know, Doug. I don't even. I don't know why it was milk. <laughs> I, the only time I boil milk is for my milk steaks. <laughs> but it's only when you have a fine side of uh, jelly beans. Yeah, raw, your raw, finest jelly bis. Raw jelly bis. <laughs> your finest jelly bis. Brett, you okay? You're awful quiet this episode. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, my, mouth, my mouth's on fire. Tacos, yeah? pal. Have the last one of the milk. I like tacos. You say tacos <laughs> or tacos? Talk to us, pal. I like a taco. Taco us, pal. Taco us. <laughs> It's hot. What do you want me to say? Okay. Yeah. Fucking hot. This um, is hot shit. So I really, I did, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a very funny episode for, especially for Wings, as of late. <laughs> Which is a terrible thing to say about the show that we're doing the podcast. That we yeah, have a podcast. That we have, that we have like 150 episodes yet to do. Well, I going to say we have 150 episodes, but no. no I wish it was a shorter series because then we could do uh, 
Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Shout out, <laughs> Joe Sposto. <laughs> All right. Here's the problem with mashed potatoes. No, there's, there's no problem. That's the problem. There is no problem. But let me break it down <laughs> a little further. So, there's a man around the way. Uh-huh. That I got my eyes on about that, but he's, he's, a, he's is, an is odd he, duck. Is he a great and devious one? I don't know nothing. Man. I don't know nothing. Does he have an affinity for Christmas? <laughs> I don't know nothing. Okay, but yeah, this is. I know. Okay. I don't know what any of this means. Are you we'll, going to? We'll, we'll are you going to make it happen? <laughs> we'll break it down now, fair. Joe has long dreamed of having Doug on a mash podcast. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Did There's you also want to eat potatoes? And there is another you need to. There is a ma- other mash potatoes. fanatic that Joe knows from yes. the wrestling world. Yeah, that Joe has been trying to figure out. I'm but sorry it, that I. Yes. I'm sorry that I ucked at uh, some other gentleman that I don't know, but wrestling. I just yes. Oh, so we didn't. We also we didn't talk about how how Faye Faye did in fact pay Helen. Helen oh, was yeah. wrong. The arm wrestling. Yeah. With the arm wrestling. Yeah. Lowell found Lowell traced a cockroach and found the money. I think we should watch Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Okay. Someday. <laughs> All right, you're really hooked. and you're, cocoon. You're really hooked on aliens. Um. I don't know that I am hooked on aliens. You know what I do wish was real that I don't believe in, but I would like to go is um, ghosts. No, the Mothman. I don't. Is the Mothman? <laughs> I would like to go hunt the Mothman. I don't believe in the Mothman. Uh, I don't really believe in cryptids, but uh-huh. I want them to be real. Okay, you want to believe? I want to believe. What about the Jersey? I'm Devil? like Fox Mulder. No, I don't believe in any of that. Like that's ridiculous. Why wouldn't we know it was there? What about now, the chupa thingy? Under chupacabra, chupacabra. Goat, yeah. goat sucker. <laughs> yeah, chupa. Thingy. No, I don't. Chupa I thingy. my I would believe Skunk that there ape. are things. Lock-ness. Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's another name for Bigfoot. Skunk ape. No, I would believe in things that are in the ocean that we haven't discovered yet yeah, because the ocean. Like the still exist. Would you believe? But then, would you believe in Nessie? No, it's an awfully small okay. lock. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's the thing, though. I mean, it was only within, I think, the last 15, 20 years they discovered the coelacanth, which they thought had been extinct for, what, 400 years? Right. That's much years. smaller, though, isn't I it? I was telling you about coelacanths the other it's day. It's much smaller. Now they're 100 years old, and they, they are... And small. No, I mean, I, it's a large fish. I mean, we we discover things... I don't mean me. I mean we as humans, I guess. I don't know. We as the scientific community. I am not part of this. But people discover things all the time that didn't exist. Uh But giant things that nobody, that, you know, people see sometimes. And then they go out searching for it and they never find evidence. And then they have TV shows where they're going to find it next time. And they never do. Yeah. I don't, that's ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous though? Why would... Why would these things be so good at hiding? Doug, do you remember the invisible? Why would there be no evidence? Do you remember the Invisible Man TV show from the nineties, Doug, or maybe early two thousands? I think the nineties. Not ringing a bell. Uh, I think it was called Invisible Man, but it was a show about a guy who can turn invisible, and the way he gained the ability was that they captured a Bigfoot, and they and they realized that the reason why Bigfoot were never captured is because Bigfoot had the ability to turn invisible, and they're able to like take the chemical, take chemical from Bigfoot, and make this, and this guy used it to become invisible himself. I believe it. I have so many problems with that, too. But here, Michelle, I'll point this out, too. I mean, yeah, it's unlikely, and I mean, even now, as we're, you know, we're all over the place. Deforesting the earth. We're deforesting (laughs) the earth and building suburbs everywhere. Yeah. But there's still plenty of areas that are relatively wild. 
And yeah, it seems unlikely, but also keep in mind, a lot of the people who are like, I'm going to go find Sasquatch. These aren't our best and brightest going a lot of the time. I mean, they aren't, but also like sometimes scientists are like, well, we'll check it out. And they've <laughs> never found any evidence. Yeah. And even if you were invisible, you'd still have footprints. And what if they you'd hover? have to poop somewhere. What if they hover? So they're invisible and they hover yeah. and they have no... It's a flying, waste. and they don't do any sensual. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't make a duty. So that is crazy, but it's okay, also I like see your point. I do. <laughs> you you raise very valid points, I and I see where you're coming from. Uh, so the Mothman. <clears throat> the fun thing about Mothman is that people believe that you don't see that you. Uh, there's not a lot of sightings because. It's an interdimensional being, and it can travel through dimensions. Yeah, and it's only, what, a harbinger, so it only shows when something bad's about to go down. <coughs> the sauce just got me. I didn't wow. even eat any of it. The sauce is a Yeah, the sauce sneaks up on you, for sure. The sauce is a world being. Yeah. Fun fact, there is a Mothman Museum and a Mothman statue in, I think it's uh, Mount Pleasant, yeah. West Virginia. Yes, and I want to go there. We should totally go. Yo, we should go. So down yeah. to go. I've, read the, I've read the Mothman going. book. The Mothman Prophecy yeah. with Richard Gere. No, I haven't, I've read the book. The book. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely watched the movie. Yeah, Richard, <laughs> Richard, Gere, Richard Gere's not in the book. <laughs> he should be. He's in the movie. He's the only though, wrote right? the book. <laughs> Well, after he made the movie, he pulled a Sylvester Stallone. He said, well, I was in the movie, so you should put my name on the book. Right. Richard Gere is the Mothman. <laughs> He's been here the whole time. <laughs> There's even a deleted scene in Pretty Woman where he says it. Where, what, he all of a sudden has giant wings, yeah. red eyes. Right. And, and he's like, meow, 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 meow. Yeah. I'm not. I, I was gonna. Ma- I was gonna make that an officer and a gentleman joke, but I'm not sure which role Richard Gere played in that movie. So <laughs> I was gonna say the original title is an officer and the Mothman, uh, but I'm not sure that Richard Gere was the gentleman or was he the officer? Or was Lou Gossett the officer? No. Neither of them the officer. I don't. No, Lou Gossett was the dr- Marine Corps drill instructor. Okay. He goes to be a, a marine. Uh, well, he gets. He's going to be trained to be a naval. Oh wait, officer. is he an officer and a gentleman? Yeah. I think oh, I thought. Oh, I, they're both. I always thought I was referencing both two different characters, not the not the same things of one man. Yeah, like actually, Lady in the Tramp. It's so, a buddy cop movie. Oh, actually. okay. So it does work then. He's an officer and a Mothman. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Perfect. So. This episode has not this this episode of this podcast has not been about wings at all. <laughs> I think that's okay. We we do what we have to do. Okay. Oh, blah blah blah. Just to wrap it up, blah blah blah. They go back to the <laughs> they put on the tinfoil hats and the weird glasses yeah. and shit. They, they they become a lot. Joe and Brian are the laughing stock of the island because of course the uh, reporter brings a camera, takes a picture of him, puts it on yeah. the paper. Right. Oh, yeah, you don't say you at. can't trust the reporter. And then all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Faye licked Helen. Yeah, literally licked her. <laughs> yes. Which I enjoy. To yeah. win. Yeah. I'm in the. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, Good. oh, man. Good. Was, Son of a bitch. But we don't see it. It was just alluded to. Yeah, I know. So That's why I was hoping just, it was so on it's camera. It's just in your, in your brain. <laughs> yeah. I was hoping all right. it was on camera. <laughs> Are we are we good here with the with the moth yes, bands yeah. and the? We, yeah. I think we've covered everything we can cover. Yeah. So you know, uh, let us know though on uh, Twitter or Instagram if you believe in aliens. Yes. Or Mothman. Uh huh. 
Or ghosts. Or, or cryptids. Or alien mothmans. Or, or any cryptids. Or chupa, thing, or chupa thingies, as Doug says. Chupa thingies. Or, chupa thingies. or, or if Richard Devil. Gere was the mothman. Yeah. What, <laughs> what if the mothman was Richard Gere, not the other way around? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> It's something good in my head. I think I'm a little. I think I got the cat face. Wait, Stacey are you? Buzz. I think you're a little AC dude. No, no, no. Right hold on. Like, are you trying? Man. Are you? Are, are you saying that the the movie The Mothman Prophecies presupposes that like you're doing the math that that, that, that Richard right Gere is actually the Mothman? Like no, Richard Gere becomes the Mothman? Yeah, yeah. But what you're saying now <laughs> is that the Mothman got sick of his career as a cryptid. <laughs> Like shaved, got a suit, and became Richard Gere. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I like it. In I his, like it. In his Mothman language, he's yeah. like, you know, scaring people in the woods is really fun and all, but what I really wanted to do was act. Right. I really want to get. I want to. Only that came out. Like, like Mothman saw Mothman saw Mystic Pizza one day and was like, I would like to be in a movie opposite that lady. Yeah. But I have to start by being an officer. Yeah. The, the script for Pretty Woman <laughs> was, gentleman. was written in uh, in the in the in the deep woods of West Virginia. Okay. I, I'm here for it. We're going to West Virginia. Okay. Let's We're going to figure it. this out. All yes. right. well, how, how close is it to the Guar Bar? How close is it to Richmond? That is in Far. Virginia. Yeah. Is it just Virginia? West Virginia is west of there. Is, oh. is not all that close. No? no west Virginia way. is basically just like... It's, it's like Pennsylvania Junior. Well... No, it's also right on the border of either Ohio or Kentucky because the Silver oh. Bridge that collapsed both, right? was that crossed between the two states oh, okay. when, you know, the, they saw it come and they decided that, that the Mothman was a harbinger of doom. Mm. Harbinger of doom. Harbinger of doom. Okay. Speaking of harbingers of doom, let's rate this episode. Yes. Season 2, episode 16. Plane am I, 9. Am I starting? You can do whatever. If, if you, you want you to, you go right ahead. For it. Let's do it. I am going to give this episode a four uh, because it sparked good conversation mm. amongst friends. Uh, I, too, am giving this episode a four because I think it was one of the funniest episodes. Uh, an episode that, like, actually took you on a bit of a journey as opposed to them just all standing around a table in the airport saying, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Where'd the plane go? Um, <laughs> so I'm giving this one a four. I like this episode. Doug? I would go... I'm going to go 4.25. I would go 4.5 if they showed Helen... Or if they showed uh, Faye licking Helen during the arm wrestling match. That's only worth a quarter of a point to you? It's it's network television. Okay. You know, it's not going to be as salacious as I would like to. Weird. Brett? I love you, Doug. <laughs> I'm also going 4.25. Ooh. All right. It was a fun episode. It was, it was, it was something a, dumb. It was a really fun it was episode. Fun. And like yeah. Michelle said, it sparked a good conversation. Right. I honestly think this might be. I, I'm sure uh, the 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 Ken Cannon out there in uh, whatever the hell state he's Honor, in. honorary member of Wings on Wings. Yeah, yeah I'm sure he's going to yes. run the numbers. I, I have a feeling this is our highest our numbers guy easily. Yeah, probably our spreadsheet person. Yeah, our uh, logistics manager. I don't know. Who uh, knows what's happening? All right. Yeah. Sauce. The man who knows. Sauce, sauce it up, Chell. You started the episode, the you go with the sauce. Steak. Garlic Reaper. Garlic Reaper. So I do think Torchbearer earns again their reputation for having good sauce. It was really hot. Um, not as hot as some of their, you know, scarier sauces, not as hot as Zombie Apocalypse or 
uh, Ultimate Annihilation, which we've both we've done both of those. Uh, but it was hot, but it was still really good. It had a good flavor. It was very garlicky. And so I always appreciate their ability to make a really hot, hot sauce that's not overpowered by just the heat. Uh, I will go uh, 3.25. I wish it was a little bit more garlicky, but I have zero complaints. It was... You wish it was more garlicky. Well, but, like, I'm not complaining, like, oh, well, it wasn't good, you know? It's just a suggestion that, like, I wish there was a little bit more garlic, but... I'm not, you know, I wouldn't uh, say that that ruined it for me. Touche. Okay. So, um, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I like the garlic flavor. Um, I like the consistency of it. You know, going out of a small bottle, so we all had to do it, go a little sparingly. This is actually when we bought, when we started the show, and this was a three-pack. We hadn't done it yet. Um, but, again, like Michelle said, Torchbearer knows their shit. They have their reputation for a reason. Uh, this is a Carolina Reaper sauce. Um, and I think we've done a Reaper before and it's been hotter. So I think the garlic sort of cuts it a little bit. But this was a good heat. A different kind of heat than, than last week's episode. And a heat that didn't linger as much as last week's episode for me. My lips are still hot. Yeah? yeah. See, I'm completely recovered. Yeah, the roof of my mouth is like... Yeah? Um, for me, no, it didn't stick around as long. But I did really like it. It's really good heat. Uh, it you know it, if you don't like garlic, you're not gonna like this. It's not a typical wing sauce kind of thing. Uh, but I really enjoyed this. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four. I love this. That's why I was taking extra finger dabs of it, even though it was very hot. I dig this a lot. Very good. Torchbearer is awesome. Uh, I'm going to. I'm in the same boat. This is fantastic as always. Torchbearer, they're damn good at what they do, and once again, they they rock this. I'm kind of glad we got the smaller sampler bottle. If we had a full-size bottle of this, I probably would have done something remarkably stupid, right? And at the beginning of the episode, I've been in a lot of pain right now. Yeah. But, yeah, this is good. If I had something, a few drops of this, and then kind of, like, move it around a little bit on, like, a slice of pizza, would be fucking fantastic, yeah. I think. But this is good, and I'm actually even, you know, when I get around to ordering some torchbearer sauces for myself, I'm thinking about picking up a bottle of this, to be told. So, yeah, good stuff. I'm gonna go... Yeah, I think I'm going to go four on this one. Yep. Brett, cool. your thoughts, buddy? So, I definitely put on the least out of everybody, because we all know my pain tolerance. Yeah. I thought this um, was going to be hotter. It was, I mean, it was fucking hot. Yeah. It, it's Carolina Reaper, but there's no right. getting... Um, I thought this was going to, I thought it, this it episode was going to be another ASMR episode. <laughs> and um, it was not. The, I love the smell and the garlic yeah. flavors, so that makes me happy. Um, but it's Carolina Reaper, and no matter what, it's going to fuck you up. It's just, it is what it is. Um, so I am going to go with a 3.25. Right. It's really good. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just, there's you no gotta, way around. You gotta be it's prepared, because it is a Reaper it's sauce. Fuck you <laughs> This would be really good if you roasted some garlic <laughs> and mixed it in then with, like, the roasted garlic and butter. And yeah. then added it to, like, butter and garlic wings. But yeah. like you mixed a little in there, so yeah. it was like a little bit more garlicky. It had the butter. It would be good that yeah. way. It's just that reaper. Whew. There's no no tap dancing no, around it. <laughs> it's also interesting because the last episode with the Doctor Aspern, my lips were on fire right. like a motherfucker. 
This was a throat and tonguer. Yeah, this was exactly that. This was just like my mouth and throat hurt like Gross. a bastard. <laughs> See, I, for me, it's just like the roof of my mouth. Yeah? Like, my I tongue's guess fine. My lips are fine. Hmm. I guess it's where it touches gets. first because like that aspirin had my mouth on fire. My lips were crazy. I also use a lot less of this one. Yeah. Because the other ones, I kind of poured yeah. a good amount onto my wings yeah, previously. Well, I, I, you know, well and the consistency probably matters, too, because this is like a thicker thing. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't spread around your mouth when you're eating as much. It sort of stays where it's put. That's a good point. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. The thinner sauces kind of coat everything, get around you a little bit. Yeah. But this is really good. It's great. Uh, good episode. Yeah. Good sauce. Yeah. Great, great good pairing. Times. Great. Good times. Better memories. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Reach out to us if you have any comments or anything you'd like to say at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram, wings on wings podcast at gmail.com, uh, wings on wings dot podbean dot com. Uh, we're also on the soon to be named network. <laughs> I was saying if you remember that. Uh, at STBM Network on Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, uh, a whole bunch of other podcasts of our friends and ourselves and a whole bunch of other topics. Check them all out. They're good people. We're there too. Is that it? Word. Everything good? We're Douglas. good. Doug, it's all, all right. you, pal. Eat some wings. Enjoy some wings. Felt that in me. That was very sexy. Felt it inside yeah, of me. Right. I didn't ask for it to be in. No, it rattled <laughs> around in there. Just, it that was nice. Came I li- and went. Doug. I like that, Doug. Good All old right. Doug came and went. I have to put a disclaimer on the front of this episode because of that. It's going to be spooky and sexy. Doug's Ooh. hot voice. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.